It's been a long time, hasn't it? Tom being off to endless trips to Origins, Sam visiting all of the US, and me sitting in the soccer stadium cheering on the German team to, well, third place. But still, we are champions of the heart, Weltmeister der Herzen, as we say in German. And the World Cup went well, won some new friends for Germany, which will also help German gaming, I guess. And by the way, thanks, Mike, for managing to actually watch the opening ceremony in Blighty, a feat which not many of my friends have managed. Anyway, slowly we should be able to get back into the usual schedule, but I have promised some of you to talk about a small, obscure German card game that doesn't exist, at least to my knowledge, in other countries. I'm talking about the game Quartet, spelled with two T at the end. Quartet in German exists in two defined versions. The first one should be known to any English-speaking person as the game Go Fish, which is basically a kind of boring rummy where you ask for other players' cards to collect sets of four. Quartet was reasonably popular in Germany, and there were sets with many different kinds of themes that you could collect. In 1952, the major German card game producer Ass aptly spelled as ASS, a name that has already brought many a smile to English-speaking visitors to our country, especially when you see that the company's logo is a big heart that looks exactly like the heart-shaped holes in outhouses. Anyway, us had the idea to produce a quartet game with cars as a theme. And while they were at it, they included the stats of the various cars on the cards. Speed, size of the tank, size of the car, number of doors, etc. These sets became popular with collectors, especially children. And they created a new way of playing the game. Instead of collecting sets, each player would, when it was his or her turn, challenge one of the stats of the utmost card on his personal deck, hidden from the other players, and ask the other players what their value in this stat was. Whoever had the highest value in the stat would collect all the opponent's cards. The game ended when one player had collected all cards by his opponent, sometimes a lengthy process that could take hours, especially with many players. So, for example, if I had a presumably high-speed car in my hand, speed would be the stat to go for, as then chances would be high that the other players would have slower cars. This admittedly extremely simple and frankly not very exciting gaming principle caught on immensely. Of course, there's a lot of luck involved, but the person who knew the played set by heart could usually pick the right stat on the upper card, the stat that had the highest chance of victory. Other, more devious strategies involved deliberately giving up cards with low values in a certain stat while collecting high cards in exactly this stat, thereby going for a last-minute sweep victory. The stat sections on these cards could become quite involved, sometimes going up to 16 different categories, and I remember as a kid that there were always players who had memorized their sets up to the last stat, and those were usually the ones who won. It was also interesting to learn facts about technology, history, etc., Oh, the wasted hours of my youth, which were spent on memorizing useless facts on stupid cars, and I don't even have a driver's license up to this day. Us discovered that they had a hit on their hands, and began to produce themed sets until the present day. First planes, then ships, then trains, then basically everything that you could put a stat on. I've seen the weirdest themed sets based on television shows, sports, films. There's even a funny version where you compare computer viruses. As the house rule that I just described has never been patented, other companies could also put out quartets with different themes. So today it would be virtually impossible to list all existing quartet variants. In a way, the simple game principle is infinitely expandable and has influenced many gamers' game designs. For example, the excellent Anno Domini by Urs Hustetter, which also includes a bluffing element. 
And see, I also played the game with you, dear listeners. Now also you know a useless fact about German gaming history that you could impress your fans with. One could also create a Eurogame quartet, or a special ASL quartet for Joe, where you can guess the rule with the most numbers in it. I could also imagine a kimchi quartet, which has you collect all the different kinds of kimchi in the world and challenge other players that you own the spiciest, yummiest, but I digress. Tune in next time for some long-delayed, detailed German gaming news, which I haven't done in a while. May the Frankfurter sausage be with you, always.